This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Complete this sentence. What goes up must come down, right? Everybody knows that that is the case. It's just basic physics. You don't have to be really awesome at physics to know what goes up must come down, at least here on Earth, because Earth has a gravitational field, and so when we throw something up in the air, it's more than likely going to fall back down, unless we're talking about helium. (laughs) Okay, so bearing that in mind, I want you to think of your current way of living as being like the planet's gravitational pull on objects. You see, your life has a certain pull to it. The things that you have done, the patterns that you have continually, um, uh, not just memorized, but actualized and practiced, um, you have actually created this sort of um, entrenched and ingrained pattern of behavior such that if you try to deviate from it, the automatic pilot systems of your mind will actually force you back in to your old ways of working, your old ways of operating in the same way that if we try to throw a rock up into the air and have it escape the Earth's atmosphere, it is simply going to fall back down and hit us on the head. So this being the case, what we need is something called escape velocity. Now, escape velocity is, and I'm reading from northwestern.edu's website here, escape velocity is the speed that an object needs to be traveling to break free of a planet or moon's gravity and leave it without further propulsion. So for example, a spacecraft leaving the surface of Earth needs to be going seven miles per second or nearly 25,000 miles per hour to leave without falling back to the surface or falling in to orbit around the planet. So think about this for a moment. In order to get something into space, I mean, physically, we're talking about a rocket. We have to propel that thing with incredible speed, 25,000 miles per hour, in order to get this object to leave the atmosphere and then not fall in to an orbit around our planet, but to actually break out and break away from the pull of Earth's gravitational field and and to break out into space, okay? Your life is the same way. You have these old patterns of behavior, your habits act like a gravitational field. Do you hear what I'm saying? So that if you want to change the patterns of life and the way of life that you've been living, you have to find and achieve escape velocity. There's that old story about the tortoise and the hare. Remind me who wins in the tortoise and the hare. We make a big deal about it because the tortoise wins. Slow and steady wins the race. Well, let me ask you a question. If you're trying to send a rocket to the moon, is slow and steady going to win the race? No. Steady is good, sure. But you need to be going 25,000 miles per hour to make it from the Earth to the moon. Well, just to achieve escape velocity anyway. Okay? So slow and steady is not going to win that race. 
You see, here's the deal. There's a time and a place for that parable and that story. There's a good application there. Sometimes we do need to be slow and steady and methodical and just keep plodding away when we know we're doing something and it's working. But here's what I want to submit to you um, today. If you're trying to achieve a goal and it is just not happening for you. Maybe um, you know you're trying to get a business off the ground. Um, you're trying to lose weight. Um, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever the endeavor. If you're trying to do something and it's just not getting off the ground, or it seems like it's getting off the ground but then falling back, <laughs> crashing back to the ground. You are not achieving escape velocity and you have to step up your efforts. So let me just, you know, throw this out here, okay? And open up my calculator here. Your typical novel is about 80,000 words, okay? It's debatable, you know, longer, shorter, it's changed over the years. But let me just punch in 80,000. So 80,000 words, let's say that you want to write a novel. 80,000 words, right? So if you attempt to do this by writing one word a day, every single day, let's see how long it's gonna take you. Let's, well, let's see how many years. Let's divide this by 365.25, okay? So it will take you 219 years. I did something similar on another podcast. Um, I guess I like playing with the calculator recently. But you know, this is what this is what I say. Numbers do not lie. The numbers are not lying to you. Okay, now how we interpret them, what we do with them, sure. But listen, if you want to write 80,000 words, it's going to, and you're going to write one word a day, it's going to take you 80,000 days, right? So 80,000 days divided by 365.25, which is the number of days in a year, you wind up with 219 years. Friends, are you ever going to write a novel, an 80,000 word novel, one word a day, uh, every single day for the rest of your life? Are you ever gonna get there? No, you will go to your grave having never achieved escape velocity. So, you see, there's something to be said, something very important here. You have to understand that a certain speed is required. Somebody once said to me, they said, you don't start a business, you launch a business. And they're absolutely right. People say, you can build a business slow, you can build it fast. Okay? That's true to a point. But there is a point at which you're building so slowly that you never gain escape velocity and your business never gets off the ground. Okay, again, think about in terms of health and fitness. Say, well, I'm just gonna eat one calorie less every single day, you know, for the rest of my life. And eventually I'll get to a you know, low calorie diet. When I hit, you know, 1500, 1600 calories, I'll, I'll stay there and I'll stop there. Whatever the case may be, okay, whatever your caloric needs. This is absolute rubbish. It's a horrible plan. You're not going to get where you want to go. Okay, um, you're probably going to have a heart attack or, you know, diabetes or something is going to hamper your life if you have that sort of slow and steady mentality. So although we've been told that slow and steady wins the race, it has to be accompanied by an understanding of escape velocity. Okay, so how do we achieve escape velocity in our life? Unfortunately, there, there's no reference card that you can look at and say, oh, if I'm trying to do this. I, I have to do it at this rate or this speed. Here's what you need to understand. 
If you are constantly feeling like you're taking one step forward and one step back and one step forward and one step back, if that's how you feel, you are like a rocket that is being launched off uh, the ground and is not achieving escape velocity so that it's falling back down to the ground. You say, but I was working so hard for one week, for a month. I was doing this, I was doing that, okay? It felt like I was doing a lot. I was uh, putting forth a lot of energy. I've never worked so hard in my life. Don't care, doesn't matter. If you are feeling like you're taking one step forward and one step back, okay? Maybe even two, you know two steps forward, one step back. It's just gonna, it's too slow. You're not going to achieve escape velocity, which means you're not going to be able to achieve that goal, at least not reasonably within the span of your life. But here's the thing that most people don't account for. We only have so much patience. There's only so, even the most long suffering among us, there comes a point at which you have to say, this is not working, I'm tired, there's no results, I'm done. Now that moment might come after a month or a year or a decade, but whatever the case may be, that time is going to come eventually if you have not achieved escape velocity. I mean, sooner or later, you're gonna get to a point where you're saying, hey, what I'm doing is not getting me where I want to go. It's a waste of my time. I need to stop, okay? And our mind will be fighting us every step of the way. Because remember, our mind is trying to keep us safe, it's trying to promote harmony, and it's, it's using those habits and those ingrained practices that we've given it over the years in order to hold us back like a gravitational force. Now, in some ways, this is good, right? Is Earth's gravity a good thing? Yes. Is it a problem, however, if you're trying to get to the moon? Yes. You see, Earth's gravity is good, but it can hinder you in certain goals, like getting out to the moon. And in the same way, the fact that your mind has a, an automatic pilot, it has automatic systems put in place, this is a good thing. Imagine if you had to consciously and critically with your frontal lobe, which handles judgment and uses a ton of cognitive resources. Imagine if you had to make every decision every single day. I mean every decision. Putting the car from park into reverse and then eventually into drive right shifting gears if if you have a standard okay how much you're you know how much pressure you're putting on the pedal in your car and the in the brake pedal and the gas steering we do these things automatically and it's a good thing that we do but in the same way that we can you know drive a car and do these other things that we need to do with a certain amount of autopilot okay i'm not saying you're not paying attention while you're driving by the way but just we don't pay attention to every little thing that we're doing okay if we are not mindful, then we will develop automatic scripts, so to speak, that we will be executing every single day. And on the one day that we say, you know, I have a great idea. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to start that business I've been talking about or that nonprofit, that foundation that I've been wanting to create. I'm going to do that, right? Maybe it's some adventure that you've been wanting to go on. Okay, whatever the goal is, the day that you wake up and say, this is what I'm going to do, your brain is going to be pulling you back to what you've normally done every day 
for your the, you know, the entirety of your life just about okay that is a part of what your brain does right because it's saying hey we're spending a lot of cognitive resources this over here is new this goal is new so you have to work understanding your own brain what your brain needs is it needs to see results your brain needs rewards so you've got to bust it as hard as you can to get some rewards for your brain so that your brain starts to ease up a little bit and say okay maybe this isn't really a threat to my programming and to these habits and before you know it you achieve escape velocity and with it uh, whatever goal you're chasing well, hey, I hope this idea of escape velocity has been meaningful to you. It's something that, um, you know, hit me very hard personally uh, recently because I realized that I have areas in my life where I'm not achieving escape velocity. And here's the thing about it. If you're not achieving escape velocity, you're wasting a ton of energy because all you're doing is sending a rocket halfway up and then letting it crash back down. You're burning fuel, you're wasting time, you're exerting energy that you know ultimately all of that's going to add up and at some point you're going to get tired and your brain's going to pull so hard that you're just going to give up and fall back into the way that you've always done it <laughs> the way that you've always lived so achieve escape velocity if you feel that this is you you need to take what you're doing and you need to 10 exit okay i'm just telling you right now that is what you need to do if you're not getting where you want to go, you don't feel like you've hit escape velocity, 10 exit, okay? And then see where you're at from there. I'm willing to bet that if you 10x whatever it is you're doing, and obviously that has to be safely, um, you know, you can't, uh, you know, reduce the amount of calories you're eating right now by a factor of 10 more than likely, okay? And have that be, <laughs> and have that be safe and healthy. But if you're able to, you know, multiply your efforts as much as possible up you know even to 10 times and then see what your results are i think you'll be pleasantly surprised by what comes back to you i think you'll begin to find this thing called escape velocity as always this podcast episode is dedicated to you and to your success thank you so much for listening i'm cody ray miller i look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow